You know, somebody once asked Albert Einstein, how does it feel to be the smartest man in the world? To which Albert Einstein replied, I don't know. You should ask Nikolai Tesla. Now, that's a pretty bold statement from, obviously, one of the world's greatest historical geniuses. But if you think about Tesla, you also have to think about things like the creation or discovery. Ask yourself which one is true, the creation or the discovery of AC current, alternating current for electricity, as opposed to DC, which would come from a battery. That was an idea promoted, elevated, implemented, by Nikolai Tesla, and then offered to the world. Edison didn't like it. In fact, he tried to get rid of the idea. But Tesla also had several other inventions that really demonstrate the point that I want to make today, and that is that leaders are visionary. Leaders are visionary because they see the end from the beginning, usually in their head before anything else. That's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. There are a lot of people who have visions. They have dreams. They have ideas. They want to prove them first mathematically and equation after equation after equation. They want to test the theory before they apply the theory. But then there are people who say, well, I want to at least work it out in my head before I put any investment of other people's lives at risk or financial investment at risk or business reputation at risk, before I try anything that exposes great risk, I'll work it out in my head at least until I can have a justified idea and then I'll put it in play. I remember reading somewhere that Walt Disney's grandson at the opening of uh, the big Disney amusement parks, somebody said, What an amazing day. It's such a beautiful thing. I I wish Walt was here to see it himself. To which his grandson replied, If he hadn't seen it himself so detailed in his head, we wouldn't be seeing it today. That's a visionary, my friends. That is a leader who has the ability to see the end from the beginning. To stand in the place where they are now in time and relationships and business and say, when I've reached the goal, it will look like this. It will act like this. It will do this. These will be the accomplishments that will accompany this goal. It's going to feel like this. And all of these pieces, all of these developments, all of these relationships, all of these investments, all of these risks will come together in a final culmination. Now, there are a lot of people who have dreams, but they have no action. They might even have dreams that they they tell to other people. I I wish one day I could do this, or I wish somehow I could pull off this. And in the process, they give away the dreams that they've developed in them, and their own intuition, their own observations, their own discoveries. But they hand over what will become somebody else's patent. They hand over what will become somebody else's wealth. And I have to wonder... Was that really a gift that that leader was designed to take forward? Was that their assignment on earth? Is that part of why they were here was to create opportunity for themselves, for their family, for their legacy, for the people around them? But they gave it away to somebody else, for somebody else to create a success. But then we also know that, for an example, when Tesla passed on at 86, I think it was, years old, 
the government raided his hotel room and took all of his notes and all of his historical research. Everything that he was working on became a government project. Some of those we've seen come to pass and other people have taken credit for their creation. Some of those have been so deeply suppressed that they don't want the world to know anything about it. Maybe one of those would be uh, endless free energy. Because there are a whole lot of people that make a whole lot of money on energy. Right now, the battle is between will it be petroleum energy or will it be wind energy and solar energy? What if it could have been absolutely free, endless energy that didn't require either of those things? A man recently created a, a water machine that they were using in Flint, Michigan to produce fresh water with no chemicals in it straight out of the air. He built this machine himself. He delivered it to Flint, Michigan himself. He was giving away hundreds of gallons of water to the local citizens because the local water supply is a disaster. And somebody sabotaged the machine. They didn't just, you know, come recklessly and crash it from the outside for whatever reason. They knew what would disable the machine from ever working again so that the maker would have to start all over from the drawing board. Well, they didn't like his vision. They didn't like the fact that he saw the end from the beginning. He knew how to create the process. He was creating opportunity and he was doing good for people. But the powers that be, at whatever level you want to label those, the capitalists, the socialists, the communists, the government people, the business people, who were not making the profit or gaining the control. It, yes, it's ironic that governments all over the world are buying up water rights. They couldn't stand to have a machine that can actually create water from the air if they have all the water rights. But see, a visionary sees the end from the beginning. They know that there are ways to get around the system, if you will, to beat the system, to provide this resource, this opportunity, this knowledge, this wisdom, this insight to the hands of the people until the people outnumber the powers that be. Oh, there are several examples of that out there. I won't name them here. Several examples of places where a visionary said, I know how we can win this. And they didn't go to market just for the capital. They didn't go to market just to raise money. They didn't go to market just to be able to make themselves wealthy and build a legacy for themselves and their kin. But they actually developed a process that put their product in the hands of people who desperately needed it in a way that the people who desperately needed it could ultimately benefit from it without the intervention of the market capitals or the people who could control it or the people who could shut it down. Now, I think as a leader, your ability to be a visionary is absolutely essential. Your ability to envision your vision in such a way that you can actually tell other people what it is, is probably the most important aspect of having a vision for the future. See, it's one thing to be able to create, to invent, to, to develop, to test, to build protocols, to actually build a prototype that functions, to be able to share that with people, to have the knowledge and the wherewithal, the mechanical knowledge, the scientific knowledge, the applicable knowledge, not just the math on paper, that's awesome, but on paper, bumble, on paper bumblebees don't fly. On paper, helicopters don't fly. The science doesn't seem to work, but the mechanics actually do. That's pretty profound. How many times, though, have you had a vision and you stopped on the paper because, well, 
It just didn't seem to work out. See, a visionary has the ability to see it in its end stage. And in its end stage, they've already worked out all those details. They've actually asked the what-if questions. They've poked and they've prodded, sometimes only in their minds, because sometimes the most dangerous place for an idea is in the mind of another. You share it with them, and if they're not collaborators with co-equal investment and the willingness to take the risk, they might just be willing to steal it, not collaborate on it. But a good engineer, a good scientist, a good visionary, whether you're talking about a relationship thing or a new invention or a new tool or an innovative way to do business or to close the sale or to have the conversation, once those ideas have been worked out, once they've been worked out in your head, maybe tested with some a few trusted people, as John Maxwell says, if you're a thinker, sometimes you got to take your thoughts out for a walk, like, like the dog. You walk around the neighborhood and people kind of look and go, oh, that's a cute dog, or that's a hideous dog, or are you sure that's a dog? But the idea has to do the same. The idea has to be seen and heard. A visionary, though, doesn't leave it up to everybody else to determine if their vision has validity. They take that intuition and they pound on it until it makes good sense. They pound on it in their mind, on their own paper, on their own draft table, until they can actually put together a prototype and make it work or find the people who can. And once they've reached that stage, then everybody else can look at it and say, that's a viable product. Now the question is, how do we disseminate it to the world? How do we make it available? How do we make it work for the world? You have to say Elon Musk is among the top in that right now. He actually has had ideas and had visions from the boring company to Tesla motor cars to SpaceX. Well, these are brilliant ideas. These are ideas that were funded off the back of a new banking system called PayPal. Yeah, these ideas have been birthed over and over and over again. New ideas, new concepts, new launches, new products, new ways of doing things. And he has his detractors, and he has those people who love to steal his ideas, but it hasn't stopped him. Now, you may be a leader in a small organization thinking to yourself, well, I'll never invent an electric car, or I, I may never invent a rocket to go to space and come back in the same uh, vessel. I, I, I may never build a new banking system. But if there's something in your intuition that's burning a hole in your mind that just won't go away and it just keeps coming back and you just keep having this new thought, then I challenge you to take time to think. Think about what it would look like in its final stages. How would it work? Who would use it? What benefit would it bring to the world? Is it just a gadget that's going to generate some revenue or is it actually going to make a difference in people's lives? And if it's going to make a difference in people's lives, who are those people? See, this is all market development stuff, right? This is, this is understanding who your audience is and, and what problem you solve for them. It's also understanding how your mechanism, how your innovation or invention is actually going to make a difference in their life. All of that is required to actually get it out there in the hands of the people who need it the most. But if you're not asking those questions as you're going through the process of your vision, whatever your vision is, then along the way, your vision will be a dream just for you. It won't actually serve a purpose for anybody else. But as a leader, you've got to be able to see the end from the beginning. Picture the people who are utilizing this new idea of yours, who are actually putting it into play. They're actually practicing what you believe is the solution for their problem. What will their life be like? How much better will life be with your invention in hand? See, when you can start to dig into and answer those questions, 
you can change everything. That's my challenge for you today. If you're a leader and you're a visionary, have you seen the end from the beginning? Have you led your team in that direction to equip yourself and your team to be able to pull this off? Have you had the conversations with the marketplace, if you will, the would-be customers to say, if I could create something that would do this for you, would that be beneficial? See, the more of those things you work out in your head without giving away your secrets, the closer you will be to developing your vision to application and making a change in other people's lives. That, I believe, is what leaders are here for. And I challenge you to take the time to do that. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, or Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.